0: As we hear today, uh, we in 2 uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, Brian Bailey, Tammy, um, Delaney, and Calvin, we thank you all so much. 2 uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Here it is. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified, just as it was, just, um, just as. It is with you, verse 2, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all have faith. On this morning, I would like to preach to you from the topic, Pray for Us. On this morning, as we look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, I want to look at the sermon it says, pray for us. Pray for us. As we come to a close of this year of our theme, which is growing in our prayer life, I believe as a church and as individuals, we have grown in our prayer. With all the things that are going on, the, the food shortages and the the, the, the uh, people um, losing jobs and, and the pandemic and, and, and thousands of people dying, uh, uh, we have now been pushed to a place to, to grow in our prayer life. We have been pushed to a place where we uh, have to come to we have, to, we have came to a place where we have grown in our prayer life. And we must understand that, that prayer is one of the most essential spiritual disciplines that we have as believers in God. That, 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 that's the most essential discipline and important spiritual discipline that we have as believers is to communicate with God. Prayer is to communicate with God. God never asks man to always work. God never said to man to to always fast. But God says in Luke chapter 18 that man should always pray. And in First Thessalonians chapter 5, 6 through 8, 16 through 18, it says that we should pray without ceasing. God, God, God has always asked us to pray. And Paul here understood the power of prayer, He understood how how prayer had power to catapult us through the things that we are going through. He understood that when we communicate with God, when we have that daily communication and prayer with God, how God releases power into our life, into our earthly situation, that we may now be catapulted to a place where God wants us to be and complete what God has us to complete. He understands how powerful prayer is. Paul says here, he, he, he says, pray for us. And I like this because the first thing we see in verse 1a is that Paul go to the saints for prayer. Paul went to the saints for prayer. Watch what Paul say here. Paul says, finally, brethren, pray for us. Paul says, Paul go to the saints. Paul went to the saints for prayer. He says, finally, brethren. This word brethren actually mean wound. It means to to come from the same wound, which is the the spiritual wound of of Jesus Christ that we all came as believers from the same wound. And, And out of that wound, that spiritual wound, we become brothers and sisters in Christ. And he says that finally, brethren, who are brothers and sisters in Christ, finally the believers of God, he comes to them and he asks for prayer. He says, finally, brethren, pray for us. This is, this is some good stuff that, that, that Paul, Paul went to the believers to pray. Paul could have went to anybody and asked for a prayer, but he understood that he had to go to the believers because the believers knew how to get in touch with God. And he comes and he went to the believers to ask for prayer. He went to the believers to, to, to pray for them, to pray for him and to pray for them. That, that, that's interesting to me because if, as a believer, you got to know how to pray. As a believer, you got to know how to get in touch with God. As a believer, you have to know how to have a conversation with God where, where you praying to God and, and, and God is listening. And then God is, is praying, uh, talking to you and you are listening. You need to know that, that as a believer, you need to know that, how to pray. Paul says he went to the believers for prayer. He says, finally, brethren, pray for us. He didn't go to an unbeliever. He didn't go to people who didn't believe in God. He didn't go to people who chastise God or disrespect God or or reject God. He went to the body of Christ and, and, and went for prayer. He went to the body of Christ that they may intercede on his behalf, that they may go before God and pray that God will do what he's supposed to do or what he said he's going to do for him and those who are around him. He said, finally, brother, pray for us. He went to the believers. As a believer, you have to know how to pray. You have to know how to get in touch with God. It is sad when we have believers who don't know how to pray. It is sad when we have believers who don't want to pray. If we can't come to a believer to pray, who do we go to? It hurts my heart when we're on meetings. And we gather together and I say, who want to pray? And, and everybody hold their head down and pray that I don't pick them. Y'all ain't get that. When we have meetings and, and I ask who want to pray and, and everybody hold their head down to, and pray that I don't pick them to pray. That, that, that's disheartened as a, as a pastor that, that we're in a symbol of, of, of believers, of the ecclesia, of the, of the body of Christ. And we have people that are afraid or scared to pray. That, that, that's disappointing to me. Because if we can't come to you to pray, who do we go to? Who are we going to ask to pray? Who are we going to go to to intercede on our behalf? And Paul go to the saints to pray. He go to the saints he says, "Finally, brethren, pray for us." He goes to the believers in Christ to go before them to ask them to intercede on their behalf. Paul goes to the to them to pray. When you ask to pray, you should be like a child in school with the with the right answer when the teacher asks you a question. Oh, me, me, me! You know how in school when you had to answer. And to the, to the, when you had the answer to the teacher question and you knew it was right, you jumping out your seat. Me, me, me. Pick me. I know. I know. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. That's how you should be when, when, when someone asks you to pray. You ready? Pick me. Pick me. I want to pray. I want to pray. Paul went to the saints for prayer. Paul said pray for us. But Paul went to the saints for prayer. He went to the saints to intercede. On his behalf. Paul went to the saints to, to for them to lift him up and, and, and encourage them and prayer and undergird them in prayer. He went to the saints for prayer. The second thing we see here in this text when Paul said, Pray for us. Not only did he go to the saints, but watch this. The second thing, he asks for prayer. Watch this. He Paul asks for prayer. Paul says, Finally, brethren, pray for us. Watch this, Brian. Paul, Paul Paul says, watch this, Kathy. Watch this, Donna, watch this, Janice, watch this, Parker. Paul says he asks for prayer. Paul says, watch this. Finally, brethren, pray for us. He said, He said, finally, brethren, pray for us. This this was a request that that, that Paul had frequently. Paul Paul always Jennifer, Paul always asked for prayer. Paul knew the, the, the power of prayer. Sean, Paul knew, Iris, the power of prayer. He knew, uh, Janae, he knew that, that he needed prayer. And Paul had no problem with asking people to pray for him. This wasn't the first time that Paul asked for prayer. Paul, Paul, this wasn't the first time that Paul asked the believer, Sarita, to, to pray for him. Watch this. In Romans, in Romans chapter... Romans chapter 15, verse 30 through 32, Paul asks the saints to intercede through prayer for him. Paul asks Danita in 2 Corinthians chapter 111, Paul asks the saints in Corinthians to pray for him. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse, verse 18, Paul asks the saints in Ephesus to pray for him. In Philippians Uh, chapter 1 verse 19 Paul asks the saints in Philippi to pray for him in Colossians chapter 4 Marvin and Monique Paul asks the saints in Colossae to pray for him Paul who was the apostle of apostles Paul, who, who wrote 47, 45% or 47% of the New Testament, knew that he needed prayer and had no problem with asking for prayer. Paul asked the saints to pray for him. There are some of you who are walking around and people that have issues and struggling with your health and struggling with your finances and struggling with your problems and struggling with your children and struggling at your job, and you are afraid to ask people to pray for you. Paul says, I need you to. To pray for me and as believers we gotta ask people to pray you can't walk around and handle this yourself you need to ask for prayer you shouldn't have a problem asking for prayer It's nothing wrong with asking people to pray for you It's nothing wrong It's nothing wrong Howard we're asking for prayer Paul the apostle of apostles he asked for prayer Paul who, who seen Jesus Christ Face to face. He asks for prayer, Donnell. He asks for prayer. He, he asks for prayer. And we walking around here acting like we can't ask for prayer. We walking around here with, a, with all this burden and, and all these problems and issues. And we walking around trying to hold these things ourselves instead of asking for prayer for people, Tiffany, to intercede on our behalf. He asks for prayer. Paul knew that, that, that I need to get in touch with some saints. I need to get in touch with some believers. Watch this. I need to get in touch with some prayer warriors. I need to get in touch with some people that fight on their knees to pray for me. I need prayer, Sam. I need prayer. Is it you need prayer? He says, I ask Paul ask for prayer. What about you? Do you need prayer? Do you ask for prayer? Paul. He asks for prayer. Tucker family, Paul asks for prayer. What prayers do you need? What, 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 what do you, how do you need us to pray for you? There's nothing wrong with asking with prayer. Put it in the chat. If you need prayer, let us know. We got people watching and who will write it down so we can pray for you. What prayers do you need us to lift up for you? Are you afraid to ask for prayer? Paul says, pray for me. I need prayer. Pastor Pew need prayer. I'm glad you asked. Pastor Pew need prayer. I'm glad you asked. I need you to pray for me. Pray that I stay faithful to ministry. Pray that my wife's blood pressure go down. Pray that my children make it home at night when they leave out. My son, who leave out late at night, pray that he make it home. Pray that the, the church uh, uh, do what God asked them to do. Pray for me. He says, I need prayer. What prayer do you need? He asked for prayer. He had no problem with asking the believers to pray for him. Paul said, pray for us, and he went to the saints. He said, finally, brother, and pray for us. He went to the saints for prayer, and the saints was ready to pray. And then he asked for prayer. He says, pray for us, and, and, and he asked them for prayer. What prayer do you need prayer for? Do you need prayer for health? Do you need prayer for strength? Do you need prayer for your finances? Do you need prayer for depression? Do you need prayer to get over the abuse and 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 uh, the verbal and sexual abuse that you had going on in your life when you was younger? Do you need prayer because you was molested or raped? Do you need prayer because you're dealing with an abandonment of your father or your mother? Do you need prayer because people don't uh, love you? Do you need prayer because things on your job are not right? Do you need prayer because things around you are falling all apart, your anxiety and fear? What do you need prayer for? Don't be afraid to ask for prayer. Put it in the chat. Let us know. Let the people around you know because you are surrounded around the saints of God. And when I'm surrounded around the saints of God, I don't know about you, but I feel some joy because I know I got some prayer warriors out there. I know I got some people that know how to fight this war on their knees and pray and lift me up and intercede on our behalf. We got some people that know how to pray. And when you surround around the saints, the saints should be ready to pray. Paul asked for prayer. This is astonishing. Astonishing. Paul asked for for prayer. He says, and he go to the saints. He said, finally, brethren, which mean the believers, the ecclesia, the body of Christ. He go to the body of Christ to get prayer, to get intercession for him and all those who was doing ministry for him, with him. And then, not only do he go to the body of Christ, but he asked for prayer. He said, Pray for us. But the last thing, and I'm out your way, watch this. Paul not only said, Pray for us, Paul said, Pray for us, and he went to the saints. He said, Finally, brethren, pray for us. He went to the saints for prayer. Can I go to you? Can I depend on you as a believer that you're going to pray for me? Paul went to the saints. Or are you going to say, I can't pray, I don't know how to pray, I didn't learn yet. Can I depend on you praying for me? Can can your brothers and sisters in Christ depend on you praying for them? Paul went to the saints to get prayer because we have no other place to go but to the body of Christ to get prayer. Paul not only went to the saints for prayer, but Paul asked for prayer. Paul understood that he needed prayer and he asked. He didn't didn't want you just to guess to see if he need prayer. He said, hey, pray for me. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for me and pray for those who are doing ministry with me. Pray for us, Paul says. He asked for prayer. But watch this in verse 2. Because not only did Paul say pray for us, he says now he tells them what he need prayer for. Watch this. He go to the saints for prayer. He asks for prayer. And now in verse 2, he tells them what he need prayer for. Oh, this is good. Watch this. Look, 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 verse 2. Verse 2, he says that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it was with you. And that we may be, watch this, delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all have faith. Paul says that here is what I need you to pray for. Paul didn't leave a general, uh, a general request out there of prayer. Paul gave a precise. Direction of what he need prayer for. Paul just didn't throw out there. Pray for me, and now you praying for for Paul health, and Paul don't even had no health problems. You you praying for Paul financial issues, and Paul don't have financial problems. Paul need problems to be committed. He he didn't throw a general prayer. He didn't generalize prayer. He made a he he he, he went precise in detail of what he need prayer for. Look what he says. Paul says. Paul told them exactly what he need prayer in. He says, first thing, Paul says, pray that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Paul says, I need you to pray that the word of God may run swiftly And be glorified. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Paul says, I need you to pray that the word of God may go forward and be received. Watch this, watch this, watch this. See, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. See, the word of God comes from God through the people of God, speaking it on a divine design course for a target that God has targeted. Y'all, y'all ain't getting me, y'all ain't getting me, y'all ain't getting me. The word of God comes from God through the mouth of man to preach and teach and to speak the word of God on a divine designed course to meet the target that God has set for him to meet. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't get it. y'all still ain't get it. The word of God comes through Pastor Pew to speak to you on the divine design course that he has set up to reach you as a target. Paul says, I need you to pray that the word of God may come through pew and go through the course that God has set up for it to meet. See, the problem was the word of God was being delayed and hindered in poor time. So Paul says, I need you to pray for this because the word of God is being hindered and delayed on people's behalf and not reaching the people according to the target that God has set up. See what happened? Because sometimes the word of the God be delayed or be um, hindered because of distractions. Oh my God, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Look, look, the word of God has de- been delayed or hindered because of distractions. Y'all looking at me funny. Y'all looking at me funny like I don't know the word of God. Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10, Daniel prayed for 21 days and fasted. He prayed for 21 days and fasted. And after the 21st day, the word, the angel came to him and said, I have the word of God for you. But I've been had the answer to your prayer a long time ago, but but the answer was hindered. The answer, answer was delayed because there was a spiritual war that was going on that was stopping God's word to get to you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The reason why some of you all can't hear from God and take a long time because there's some spiritual war going on. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. There's a fight in evil above our head in the invisible world that we can't see that's stopping the answer of God to get into you. So Paul says, I need you to pray that whatever that war going on, that the word of God may be released and it wouldn't be hindered or it wouldn't be uh, 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 hindered or delayed because of some kind of destruction distractions. What are you talking about distractions? Because around us there are good distractions and there are bad distractions. See, the reason why you got to pray that God remove distractions, because some distractions can hinder you and delay you from hearing the word of God that he has for you. Like now, some of you are distracted because you ain't really paying attention. You got the phone on and you listening to the sermon, but you driving at the same time, but you ain't really giving me 100% of your attention. So that's distracting you from hearing the word of God that Pastor Pew has God has given Pastor Pew for you and target you. See there's some distractions that going on right now because some of you all are cooking eggs and breakfast and playing with your feet and doing your hair and getting ready for tomorrow but you can't hear the word of God fully because you distracted doing other things. Some of you all got the TV on while I'm preaching. Some of you are looking at other shows while I'm preaching and you ain't fully giving God 100% of your attention and now it's distracting you and God Paul says pray that the word of God runs swiftly but not only to run swiftly he says pray that it be glorified that word means to be received and accepted watch this because the word of God can go out and it can reach its target, but guess what? You gotta receive it. If you don't receive, you you gotta accept it. If you don't accept it, then the word of God won't do what it's intended to do. Although Isaiah 55, God said, "My word that proceeds out my mouth will not return to me void." So God's word gonna do what it gonna do. It may not catch you today, but it gonna catch you later. And He says that what the word of God may be glorified, that you may accept it, receive it, and apply it to your life. That when When you get the word of God, you may accept it and not only accept it, but receive it and then apply it to your life. That transformation may happen. Paul says we got to pray that the word of God don't be hindered. Don't be delayed and pray that you accept it, receive it and apply it. Paul says that that we got to pray and he tells them what he need prayer for. He tells them exactly what he need prayer for. He tells them, and I know about distractions. I I know about distractions. Let me tell you, since y'all asked, what are some things that distracted me? And they're good things because of the death of Pastor Jones, who was the pastor here for many years. The church membership had dwindled down to a small number. The financial stability of Clinton Baptist Church was in a deficit. The church didn't have the money to take care of the financial things that need to be taken care of, although the building and the land was paid for. So now I come in and we still have, we have to do some maintenance work because they didn't have the the financial stability to to take care of the building at the time that needed to be taken care of. So now I come in and now the finance maintenance, the the maintenance work still needs to be done. I'm talking about distractions that, that that can hinder its good distractions. So now we need to put in a $100,000 uh, uh, air conditioning system for the church. That's a distraction because now I'm meeting with engineers and meeting with this person and that person. And then praying that God provide the money through your tithes and off that we may get this air conditioning system. Instead of me uh, 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 spending time in the word of God, more, more time in the word of God, I've got distractions like that whatever distractions I have. And because the maintenance wasn't been done and and, and things wasn't been done, I'm trying to take care of upkeep. So me and Pastor Reese come in here every Monday to paint a classroom and to lay carpet da- tile and get the building upkeep, at least put a coat of paint on it and put new tiles down and get things cleaned up so when we return, you can see a whole different building. And on Monday, me and Pastor Reese have a dedicated every Monday that we come in here and do this work. I'm not complaining. What I'm just trying to say is I can be spending time in the Word of God if we had the resources to get people in here to work or as other people may come in and say, Pastor. With I can do that. You go worry about the Word of God and I'll take care of all that maintenance stuff. I'm just trying to help you understand. That's why we need prayer that the Word of God may run swiftly because there are distractions all over that will distract us from not hearing the Word of God, from not receiving the Word of God and not spending time in the Word of God. He said, pray for us. He said, here's the need. I need you to pray that the Word of God may be swiftly and that it may be glorified. It may be accepted when it gets to you. It may be received may be received, it may be accepted, and it may be applied. Second thing Paul says, here's the second thing. He says, not only pray, shorty, he says, pray. He says, tell them exactly what you need prayer for. He says, here it is. Tell them exactly. He says, not only do I need to pray that the word of God runs swiftly and be glorified, but he said, also pray just as it was with you, and that we may be delivered from the unreasonable and wicked men for all not all, for not all have faith. Paul says, I need you to pray that God deliver us from these wicked men. Here it is, here it is. Watch this, watch this, watch this. There was a group of opposers that was hindering Paul from doing ministry as God has called him to do. These opposers will follow him around from, from place to place and, 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 and throw jabs at him. And, and critique him and 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 curse him out and, and beat him and and cause great havoc in the ministry of Jesus Christ. It, w- it was these opposers that came to try to stop the word of God from going forward. It was these opposers that, try- that came to hinder Paul and his team from moving from church to church and setting up churches. It was these opposers, these false teachers that came that preach other doctrine and lying and fab- and, f- and lies and-, and talking about Paul, how he's not a true apostle, how he have issues and he's ha- he trying to beat the church. There was these opposers. And Paul says, I need you to pray. And here's the second thing Paul says. He tells them what he needs. He said, I need you to pray that God deliver us from these unreasonable, wicked men. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Watch this. Paul says, I need prayer that God may send me a life raft. Because I'm drowning now. These opposers got me on my heels. They got the water up to my nose, and, I, and, I, and I'm swimming, and I can't find no way. Paul says, I can't find no ground where I can get out of this tidal wave. And God, I need you to send me a life wave. Pray to God, deliver us from these men. You got to understand that there are some things that come against you. When you're walking in the will of God that you need deliverance from, there are some issues that come up that you may need de- deliver from. And Paul says, pray that I be delivered from them. But watch this, Paul tells them exactly what he need prayer for. Pray that God would deliver me from these unreasonable, wicked men. I need prayer. What kind of prayer do you need? Paul says, tell them exactly what you need prayer for. You need prayer. I need prayer. But don't give a general prayer. Tell them exactly what you need prayer for. And I ask you today, what do you need prayer for? Paul says, pray for us. Paul went to the saints for prayer. He asked for prayer. And then Paul told him exactly what he need prayer for. And I petition you. Because I'm done. What do you need prayer for? How can I pray for you as your pastor? And one thing about me, Gretchen, one thing about me, all y'all know, if you ask me for prayer... I'm not waiting till tomorrow to pray for you. I'm praying for you right then and there because I forget. And then you will come to me, like, Pastor Peele, it worked out. Thank you for praying for me. And I'll be like, uh, I didn't even pray for you. That's why I pray for people right away. I don't, I, 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 when you ask for prayer, let's pray right now so I can pray for you so you'll know that I'm praying for you and that I pray for you. What do you need prayer for? you need prayer for? I told you earlier what I need prayer for. Pray for me. Pray for my children. Pray for my marriage. Pray for the body of Christ. Pray for Clinton Baptist Church. Pray that God give me wisdom and strength in my leadership. Pray that I, I balance my time to spend time with God and don't waste time. Pray that I be focused on the things that God had me to focus on and not the things that people want me to focus on. Pray that God raise up some leaders at Clinton Baptist Church. We have three deacons. I'm in a process now of selecting new men deacons. Pray that I do that with wisdom. That I select the right leaders to be deacons. We don't have no trustees here at Clinton Baptist Church. I am looking for men and women to be trustees of Clinton Baptist Church. Pray that God place on my heart men and women who will be good trustees for the glory of God for Clinton Baptist Church. Pray for our children ministry. I'm looking for a leader for the children. I'm looking for a leader for our youth. We got a, 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 a nursery wing, we got a children wing, we got a youth wing, and a young adult wing. And we need leaders for those wings. We need leaders for those youth and children. We got so many children here. We got so many babies, so many children and youth that I need leadership to lead those different groups. Pray that I make the right decision and bring people in. Pray that people in the church will step up and say, Pastor Pew, I will help lead these people. Pray that they have good character and they be faithful to the doctrine and the will and the teaching of God. Pray that they be committed to come to service and give and and live for God. I need you to pray. But what do you need prayer for? Do you need prayer for your children? Do you need prayer for your wife? Do you need prayer for your husband? Do you need prayer for your marriage? Do you need prayer for your singleness? Do you need prayer because you, you have some addictions and habits that you're trying to break and trying to release to God and it just, just got to grab on you? Do you need prayer because you're frustrated? Because things not going your way? Do you need prayer because you need direction? Do you need prayer because you have a decision to make? You're in the middle of a road with a fork and you don't know which way to go. Do you need prayer? What do you need prayer for? Paul says, pray for us. And as we come to a close this year, in our theme for the year, growing in our prayer life, this is a great way to end it. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us, Paul says. Pray for us. Paul went to the saints. 2 Thessalonians, chapter 3, 1 and 2. Paul went to the saints to intercede for him, to pray for him. Paul asked the saints to pray for him, and Paul told the saints exactly what he needed prayer for. Let me help you out. Second Thessalonians, chapter three, verse one and two. Verse one A, Paul went to the saints for prayer. Verse one B, Paul asked for prayer. Verses one C and verse two, Paul told them exactly what he need prayer for. And today I ask you to pray for us.